everybody we will uh, introduce you to the webinar platform the zoho webinar platform uh, kind of a housekeeping here to understand how do we use this uh, webinar platform to you all of you we have a q and a icon on the top you can click into that uh, to put your you can type in your questions there uh, which we will be able to see and we will be answering to those questions uh, towards the uh, end of the seminar and uh, you can also uh, see an icon uh, the hand icon so you can use that hand icon to ask questions to us moment you raise your uh, hand icon uh, we will be able to visualize that and uh, we will be giving you permission to speak wait for a few seconds maybe around 2 3 seconds so that uh, you will be given an access and you can speak to us in our discussions and uh, i would like to place an agenda in front in front of you for the webinar the webinar is going to last for 45 minutes uh, we will be introducing ourselves and uh, mr alok anand will take on to how accumulation evaluation is being built up and uh, he will also introduce to us the most important topic for the day that is the current evaluation industry scenario and followed by we will have uh, uh, discussions together will be i will be asking few questions to mr alok and uh, thereafter the platform is open to you to uh, you know to answer your questions uh, you know through the uh, question and answer qa sessions or orally we will be allowing you to discuss about we expect the webinar to last around 45 minutes that's the way to go about so let me introduce uh, myself by the way i am vishwanath i head the training department in acumen aviation i joined acumen aviation the last year it has been one year for me uh, to head this particular uh, training department uh, it's been almost 20 years now in training and technical services in aviation in other industrial establishments which include jet airways india vistara which is tata airlines lassen and to no limited in mumbai and uh, i was an approved b1 maintenance instructor for b777 aircraft a330 b737 atr 737 max and i also had the necessary approvals from indian dgca and the gulf civil aviation authority of united arab emirates apart from the technical responsibilities i took part in training and development counseling and guidance activities few articles have been published uh, one of the notable one which is in uh, faa federal aviation administration human factors portal magazine and i currently possess aircraft lease in finance qualification from iata having served as a maintenance instructor and always used to think how do i enhance my qualifications or take efforts to upskill with the possibilities that uh, we have in aviation industry and i was lucky enough to explore one and taking my career forward as head of the training in this asset management company i remember alok uh, you can correct me if i am wrong 
I remember you told me once that you wished to reach out to aviation community for them to explore the possibilities in this leasing and financing field, which is an asset management field. So I have taken this opportunity to discuss with him on behalf of you all through my heart uh, for this uh, uh, taking this webinar as a platform. Uh, to tell you a little about uh, Alok, he will explain you more about himself and about Acumen Aviation. Alok founded Acumen Aviation in 2009. Under his leadership, Acumen grew its footprint to be a global group of four companies providing the state-of-the-art consultancy solutions in aviation asset management. It gives me a great pleasure and to request Alok Anand to introduce himself and brief us on current state of uh, aviation industry and also talk how he built uh, the Acumen Aviation. Alok, uh, it's over to you. Thank you, Vishnath. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. If I'm going too fast or too slow, please uh, feel free to prompt me. Uh, okay, so just a little bit about myself. Uh, well, uh, in my past life, I used to be an aircraft engineer. Uh, I've uh, worked in various airlines in India. And uh, the very last airlines I ever worked in was Air Deccan. The uh, first of its kind in this region, low cost carrier, and subsequently grew through the ranks, uh, had an exposure in various areas of airline operation, tech focused, heavily tech focused, but managed to get involved into operation side also in maintenance control and operations control. And subsequently, it just so happened that uh, though I had no plans, but it just so happened uh, as things sometimes do tend to happen that I happen to find this business. Acumen Aviation had a few friends uh, whom I called upon and I was surprised they they did not, and I still say to them, they did not take a moment's hesitation to join me. And they're still working with me, all those friends. And Acumen has now become what it is, a global asset management provider. Uh, we, we basically provide services uh, for uh, aircraft origination, asset structuring, lease structuring, and everything which is in between. Uh, tech uh, was originally our, our solid base, more than now we are in the 11th year, uh, 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 actually in our 12th year of operation. And tech used to be our base, but from there we have grown now into digital, into commercial, into trading, and we do everything else in between, including the aircraft appraisals. So I'm, I'm very proud of the team we have. And I think it's thanks to the team we have that we have reached where we are. Having said that, uh, uh, so, so that is about me and Acumen in general, uh, that our, our global footprint is now in four, uh, four countries as offices. Uh, we have a staff strength of 95 as of this morning. And we have some two to 300 contractors who work with us worldwide. Uh, some of them work with us on an exclusive basis. Some of them work in an independent manner. Uh, I think some of them are possibly in this webinar today attending us, uh, uh, attending this webinar as well. So one of the things we have realized over the years is, and especially in this time, is that there is an increasing curiosity about uh, job opportunities in asset management and in this field, aviation leasing and asset management. Uh, a lot of people we work with are tech, but we work with a lot of non-tech commercially focused uh, finance side people also. We work with camos and all kinds of organization. And this is the right time where we felt that uh, on a personal level for me and for Acumen, everybody in general, we are receiving a lot of requests for job opportunities and guidance about career opportunities. Uh, a number of people 
unfortunately in these times and are 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 struggling you know one thing uh, before we go on to next point is that this is a very unique situation i'm sure you have already heard that many times this is not a true blue economic crisis this is much worse uh, this is not a problem of a business facing liquidity pressures only though that is part of the problem it's a solvency issue businesses are really not able to operate so when you are not able to operate you can't generate money and you can't generate money you can't keep people employed so actually i am in one of those camps where i don't really blame the airlines though i am sure there are cases for and against it but it is a problem right now and we are trying to as part of the community we want to try and help people as much as we can which we are trying and i thought that this is an opportunity where we can offer some guidance also you know and discuss mutually between the uh, uh, the various colleagues in the industry if they have any questions or concerns uh, vishal i think i've taken enough time in the beginning go go ahead please please go ahead with the with your agenda items thank you okay thank you alok so that was on uh, current aviation industry scenario yalo uh, spoke about uh, in fact i would opened up my heart most of the questions which were asked to me by our industry colleagues so i made a list of those questions uh, i'll be asking uh, on behalf of you all to alok those questions which will set a path for us to understand what are the possibilities Uh, of uh, the career opportunities in leasing and asset management so uh alok the first question to you some years ago you made the decision to leave a lucrative job as a maintenance engineer to pursue a very different career what was it that drew you from aircraft maintenance to an alternative career in asset and leasing management well it was an accident actually which happened accident of career change <laughs> so it it wasn't a plan uh, 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 so so and i think right, lot of the lot of our friends in the industry today maybe at the same stage of their careers so that's why it is it is a good question at this time because i can i can kind of identify with people uh, what they're going through right now in their careers so for me what had happened was that uh, the company i was working in was acquired and i was offered a job with the newly formed joint entity uh, in another city i was living in bangalore that time where i still continue to love uh, to to live and i i i love bangalore uh, though i travel the world now a lot of other cities i like obviously but i love uh, being here and i did, one of the issues was i did not want to leave the city where i was living you know i, I wanted to be here and uh, uh, somebody just mentioned there in qa everybody comes in aviation by accident well i did not come in aviation by accident i came into this aviation leasing by accident <laughs> aviation i made a conscious decision to join so what happened was that i was in between uh, a situation where i was accepting some narrow body airplanes for the company i was working in i was in toulouse that time accepting airplanes and uh, in my network uh, there was this gentleman who works with us now he's on our board of directors and i i owe my career to him a lot has been my mentor uh, mr brand bradbury who was there and he guided me that there is an opportunity that somebody in aviation leasing a lesser at that time my understanding of the aviation leasing industry was zero next to zero 
I hardly knew anything except I know there are some companies who lease airplanes. And they said, they are looking for somebody to work with them. Will you be interested? And I said, yeah, sure. So there was no requirement for me, frankly, to look for a job. Beyond that, it was just something of curiosity. So I took it up. I discussed with these guys at that time. That leasing company was Evas, who is no more now around. They have been acquired by DAE. And I made some lifelong friends in that company at that time. Many of them don't work with them anymore now. They've moved on to other roles. But uh, the opportunity came where I started working with them. I took a contract. I signed something without even properly understanding at that time. Because I was only an engineer. My legal and commercial understanding was almost zero. Anyway, that is how I moved into this field, Vishnath. And then from there, the opportunity happened. I started understanding the field. And I decided, yes, maybe... Maybe I can take a risk and it did look like a risk. I'm talking about 2008 and nine, right after the financial crisis. So this is why I'm saying I can identify with the today's time. And many of the people today in the aviation industry, I think will end up starting their own businesses in different fields in various areas. There is no better time to do it than this. That's what my experience is. Anyway, so this is how I, I got into it. You know. Okay, so you started off in uh, from the point of crisis. In fact, we here uh, in the market, when there is a blood in the market, we need to invest. So it goes in the same contrary. Uh, second question to Alok to you, keeping aviation professions of different disciplines in mind, would you tell us uh, what you believe are some of the opportunities available in leasing and asset management? Well, see, the, the thing is that uh, one of the things which happens when we are into uh, airlines, we always are focusing on how the aviation industry is working as an AME, as, a, as an ex-AME now. Nobody who works with me today will tell you that I am an AME. I'm far removed from it, but I used to be an AME. One of the pros and cons of being an AME or an aviation person is our world is very small. It's a small community. and we. We think everything resides in that. So, you know, there are two things here. One is there are multiple areas, service areas around the aviation, not just airlines. So, for example, uh, you can explore many sections into tech services, camos, aviation financing and leasing. Aviation financing and leasing is a big area of growth, for example. And likewise, there are many other areas where we can focus on, where we can explore career opportunities today. Because revenue, commercial, ground handling, there are many other areas. Now, I know that our majority uh, audience today is tech and uh, aviation leasing side. So for them, see, the good news is that today the aviation leasing industry is growing. Banks are getting into it. And they are in need of project managers. They are in need of people who can come in and become asset managers. So it's not purely tech focused. But... However, to do that, one has to be able to look outside their narrow vision of only getting an aircraft license and being a focused aircraft engineer or those qualifications. So one of the things which happens with engineers and I think to a certain extent with pilots is that they live in this bubble of their licenses and they continue to grow towards that and work only in that area. While they get qualified in that, that restricts their growth. Now, I'm not advocating that we should throw away our licenses, not grow that. I'm simply saying, look outside that also. So one is that multiple domains are available in aviation other than just the routine ones in airlines. And secondly, 
there are other industries from which we can learn best practices and apply it in our industries too that awareness has definitely gone up now but it is still not to the level where we would like it i, I would like it on have i answered your question vishnu yeah right uh, it's a very difficult question to in this perspective because there are so, so many disciplines here and uh, i'll be uh, coming to those questions in particular uh, uh, referring to few uh, you know disciplines in mind so uh, especially for the engineers and the technicians who are in aircraft maintenance so what type of jobs they can look for in uh, leasing and asset management see if an air uh, to okay to answer it factually straight up an aircraft engineer or uh, somebody who has tech background can uh, hope to get a job into aviation leasing and asset management companies as a project manager as an asset manager also there are number of but here is a thing you need to broaden your learnings so again i'm drawing a parallel with the rest of the world see the this is the new world is not a world of specialization unfortunately this is a world of generalization you need to learn everything about everything so one of the things i think by accident i did right when i was in my past job i tried to learn everything about what was going on in the uh, company i was working in so so you know when you get into a job and uh, many of you may be already doing that when you get into a job or in a opportunity try to learn everything about everything learn the trade that's the difference between learning your job and learning the trade if you learn the trade that means if you are in an airlines for example you should know everything from the point of ticketing to the point the aircraft flies and comes back what happens in between everything if you learn that then the opportunities are endless for you so you should know all that so likewise if you are looking at aviation leasing and finance the obvious thing is okay i can go and work as a tech rep but that's a very grassroots level job you can do that no doubt for a short term but then you need to grow up you need to learn what else happens so when you inspect an airplane why do you think an airplane is inspected is inspected because aircraft has to be valued and assessed and there is a valuation process behind it who does that how it is done why the data and records have to be analyzed where is the value which is lying is it in the records or is it in the asset the metal itself what else happens what is the commercial process what are the legal agreements all those opportunities are open one of the beauty of the aviation industry leasing industry is it doesn't restrict you by necessarily just specializations uh, yes they need lawyers no doubt and lawyers is a specialized profession but other than that everything else in between is open to everybody you have an opportunity we have an example in acumen we have examples in acumen where people who are in commercial or technical have moved into commercial and trading and vice versa and i know a number of colleagues in the aviation leasing who have moved from technical to commercial and sales and and uh, other ancillary activities too so like somebody has just asked a question for non licensed personnel aviation leasing does not ask you for getting licenses while the licenses are valued as a qualification they are not a must your experience and how smart you are with the information and how you process that information is really valued the highest go it uh, uh, okay in extension of the same question here there are uh, uh, colleagues of uh, uh, in aviation who look who are from quality and technical services and planning area they are not actually into uh, the maintenance uh, uh, as engineers or technicians 
Uh, what are the possibilities here for those people who do not have a direct maintenance experience on field? Okay. See, it is not necessary. Okay. So first of all, let us draw a parallel between this and an airlines. So if you're in the airlines, you are normally divided. If you are talking, you're focusing on tech on these questions. So if you look at tech, a technical person is somebody who goes on the metal and works. And then engineering is somebody normally who manages the back office, the planning, the records, etc., etc. Normally, and this may be unpopular opinion, but I'll speak it out as my opinion on this. Normally, the people who race through the ladder normally are the engineering persons, not the tech persons. Because the tech people normally are having blinkers on and they're focusing on their licenses. And that is extremely rewarding for them. And it's, I know it is very satisfying to be able to change an engine as a work satisfaction also. And it is well-paying job, right? But what happens in that is you then lose focus of the bigger picture. So likewise, in this field, aviation leasing also, people who don't necessarily have a tech experience and have an engineering background or a commercial experience, like in Acumen, we employ people, uh, we have employed people who were from insurance and credit rating background who had nothing to do with technical. And today they're preparing for their ISTAT programs, for example, where they may become a certified valuation expert in acumen without actually being exposed to technical so far. Now they are no exposed to it. So a journalist can learn many things, you know. So there are opportunities for people who are in aviation revenue. So a key role in aviation is revenue management. You have to calculate your revenue. You have to calculate your best effective routes. That is valuable information in aviation leasing also, because the lessers want to be able to know that how their assets are performing. They're able to decide what lease rentals are are uh, are, are effective or optimum for them. And this information is also very handy there. So there is opportunity for every role, but you have to learn the nitty gritty of the aviation leasing side, then the language of aviation leasing, how aviation leasing works, how it doesn't operate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All that needs to be clearly understood. Yeah. then it is possible you know? yeah thank you uh the main uh, question comes and uh, industry colleagues are puzzled uh, how do we start our career into the leasing if i have to enter into this field what is the way out see one of the things is that uh, one of the things about aviation i must add a disclaimer aviation is a very small industry it's small, not in terms of just community. It is small also in terms of opportunities, unfortunately. Okay, having said that, the pie has become bigger that there are number of companies worldwide. Look, somebody has mentioned a comment, uh, comment here, asset manager roles available in India. Well, Acumen hires asset managers. Maybe we are not hiring right now, right now, but we do hire them. Okay, and then there are companies in China and uh, Southeast Asia and other, other companies. Again, Singapore, I know of number of people from India who have gone on to Singapore and working as asset managers now. And number of other people. So there are other opportunities, not just leasing though, but leasing, yes, there are opportunities to operate on a contractual level. If you have a qualification, uh, which can, so, so the easiest way to possibly get in, somebody looks at is to work on a contractual job. But I would not strictly recommend that. My recommendation would be to grow your skill sets first. So before you try to get into that industry, you need to ask yourself, do you have the skill sets? Do you understand the language of aviation leasing? Do you understand what a lease is, what a sale leaseback is, 
what a purchase leaseback is, what a SLBC is. Example, do you mm. understand that? If yeah. you don't, do you, if you don't, I think you should use this downtime to grow your skill sets first. Learn that about that industry. Attend events. Uh, actually, what is bad about this pandemic is also the good. The bad is we are not traveling as much, but the good is everything is happening online. Because everything is happening online, your ability to attend or you know grow your skills is actually more today. Okay. Though your networking ability may be less, but you can use those twenty-four hours to do more today than you would have done in the pre-pandemic days. So I think you should look at the silver lining and grow your skill sets. Attend as many events about the industry as you can. Many of them are having online networking also. Grow your network in that area. Watch out for job postings. I have been watching job postings regularly on the aviation leasing, which have been happening. It is true that still the majority of leasing companies are west focused, but there are companies in the east part of the world today who are and banks who are involved in this industry who are also looking to make hires regularly. Okay. But you need to. But you know you can't just expect that without knowing anything ABCD about the industry you will get a job. Naturally. In any industry, doesn't happen. You may get something at the grassroots level, yes. But if you want to get something more meaningful and grow, my recommendation is grow your skill sets first. Okay, so we need to learn everything about everything. So that is one of the tagline. And uh, yes, we need to develop some skill sets. That's the point to go to be noted. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, as you already mentioned, licensing and aircraft authority may not be a requirement in this asset management and leasing industry. And I would like to ask another question to you. Uh, the scenario in 2008 and 2009 and the scenario today due to pandemic are, is totally different. Uh, there, there were airline companies who were still uh, operating and there were some uh, the transport requirements and the travel industry was still existing. But this pandemic situation has brought in a lot of uh, you know, block to the uh, aviation industry itself. So, uh, what is your advice to the aviation profession? Should they wait for a possible revival in the aviation industry, which is mostly difficult for another six months, or should they go ahead and learn the new skill sets and look for an alternative career, which will be easier to choose? Okay, <laughs> this is a very, I, I cannot answer that question for individuals, uh, Vishnath, that what yeah. is the choice for an individual? Because that depends on their own circumstances. But uh, my uh, universal advice is, since you're asking me, is grow, continue to grow your skill sets. So okay. like in our own company, uh, and I'm very proud to say that, I think I'm possibly the least qualified person. <laughs> Everyone else, including you, you know that, is the uh, are highly qualified. And I'm very proud of the fact because in Acumen, one of the good things is I know, see, everybody who's in Acumen circle, management, running the business is always, when I ask them, so what are you doing on this weekend? I'm attending an MBA course. I'm attending a certificate course on leasing. I'm attending an IATA course. I'm doing this course. I'm doing that course. And the qualifications are going up. And I can see why people are doing that. So we have this learning culture. And now we have a training department, thanks to you, where we conduct a number of training courses. So learning should never stop. It's not necessary that it has to be a formal learning. There are informal learnings which are also possible. In today's world, it is possible online and through books. People have asked questions about that. Right now, I can see that and I'll, we'll try and answer them in the end of this session. We'll try and give more information on that. But yes, so 
that should always continue do are you are asking me should they wait for 6 months for a job same job to come back well they have to ask that to themselves if they are able to sustain for 6 months okay. see if there is no other choice but what you should not do is just sit down and give up and say oh nothing is happening keep yourself busy learn skill sets work on yourself make yourself better on the skill side sharpen your you know blade so to speak and look for network and opportunities and if something comes up in between grab it now it's a difficult thing to say but i will say one more thing one of the one of the reasons sometimes people don't grow into their careers sometimes is they make short term decisions okay and when i took the break into aviation leasing i as you had mentioned i was in a very very well paid and very well settled career and my own income took 5 years to come back to the level where i was when i left my job oh okay so so my mantra is please focus on learning especially the ones who have possibly less responsibilities and i know people are bound by their own realities and family commitments and i appreciate that we all have that but if you can try to make focus on learnings and you will see that your income and your career growth will accelerate if you become skilled focus that is one advice i would have that i like to say that many times but this is i just wanted to add that bit yeah hey, yeah that was really opening up uh, the people mind here uh, there is one more small confusion across the aviation community that is it this leasing industry the physical inspections or redelivery inspections uh, were being performed on the asset as an asset management exercise is it related to only airframe and engineer engineer experience or even avionics people can get into this field any anybody can do it there is no such restriction there is no such formal restriction okay, okay. but you need to so so in acumen for example now i am sure that every company has their own way we are an asset manager we have certain assets who are under our lease administration where we manage their bank accounts invoicing commercial board of directors special purpose vehicles but we also have a large number of assets on which we do purely only technical management where we do inspections of the nature you mentioned mm-hmm. so the way we do it is we we look for normally people who have aviation tech know how background but that tech know how is not restricted to airframe and engine only because we feel that can be taught because you're not looking for a license engineer strictly speaking though having a license is good it's nice it's desirable but it's not a must in this field because you're not certifying it from an authorization or airworthiness point of view you're inspecting an airplane for a commercial point of view the key difference is in an airlines you inspect an asset for airworthiness when you work in aviation leasing you are not working for an airlines you're working for really a bank so your point of view is focused and your inspections are focused from an asset value point of view okay so if an engineer for example finds a scratch on an aircraft an ame would look at a manual to decide to let the aircraft fly or not but if you are an inspection on an inspection job for us you are not authorized to decide that anyway but you will capture that scratch and you will report it and you will refer to amm or srm and you will say i found an issue now mm. you know when to decide whether that asset is airworthy or not 
that's not your concern and you're not supposed to decide that but you will definitely give your opinion whether it is within the limits or not if asked actually you're not even supposed to do that you're supposed to simply tell us what issue you found because that information is then used by an appraiser and i'll come to that somebody's asked that question i see what is that but that is then used by our appraiser team to value the asset for example okay. so and if you are an avionics background ame or a technician who join us for example we will put you through a training process which you only do vishnu you are head of our training yeah. we will put them through a training they will be put on projects at a basic level to learn the ropes first and then they are slowly you know roped in into a more evolved role where do the way they do independent projects yeah so alok uh, one of the exercise that i carried out was the training need analysis so i have derived a few uh, the industry you know the colleagues have these uh, questions in their mind whether avionics would be suitable here or not yeah you have answered that oh, uh, two more questions to go then we will take up these sessions with uh, the yeah. participants i can see a number and, of questions waiting for us yeah after that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh are salaries and compensations in this uh, industry in, com- in any way comparable with uh, airline salaries <clears throat> on average in general yes that is my experience uh, the people who work at the top tier levels for us for example i think they are earning comparable or even more in some cases with the people at same levels in various airlines i'm comparing regions to regions Ireland will compare it to our Irish employees with Irish uh, operators. India will naturally compare the employees we have here with their Indian uh, operator counterparts. So yes, at a at a buying parity level and dollar to dollar or rupee to dollar or or uh, uh, remedy in China or in USD terms or Irish euro terms, if we compare that, yes, I would say yes. Uh, having said that. if you are entering if you are working in airlines all your life and you're entering this industry or any new industry for example you will have to expect to start somewhere if you are expecting that i will jump my career and i'll straight away be taken with open arms with the same package which i was earning then unfortunately may not happen because you are not though you are having the tech know how or commercial know how basic but you may not know the nitty gritty of the industry as such okay so sometimes you may have to go through the motion you know go through those ropes learn the ropes and then go expect a level of package this is why i said okay. that is where the long term view comes in okay uh to get into the skill sets uh, we have either go for a formal education on it or kind of seminar or the training programs or we can learn on our own through the textbooks literature that is available but uh, to gain these qualifications so one of that okay as uh, uh, support we have started our training programs but however if uh, one has to reach to these training programs what is the way to get into this are these qualifications recognized by the asset management companies see the qualifications are given due consideration in the sense that see first of all first of all there are very it's a truth unfortunately that this particular aviation leasing arm of the aviation side has the minimum number of uh, skill development courses in the world it has been largely an unorganized industry though it is changing now over last few years mm-hmm. uh, i know one or two countries or one or two universities in the west have started offering formal courses which is great it was not the case few years back at all uh, there are also unorganized uh, structured courses but they have very high uh, high high levels of barriers of entry like i start where we are a member obviously but there are the barriers of entries are too high 
So this was the reason, actually, one of the reasons, if you remember, Vishnath, we decided to get you on board because one of my frustration was when I started 12 years back, there was no guidance. There was no uh, valuable information or tutoring available how to do what to do. I had to learn on the job. I was fortunate to work with uh, with industry colleagues who were very patient with my mistakes. They taught me, they hand, hand held me, and then I learned. But it was difficult, I know. And many times when we hired people in Acumen last few years and other people I've spoken to in the industry, I face same problems. So to address that, we started to do what we are doing now with you, where we are offering various courses. But I'm no means saying this is not a marketing seminar where I'm recommending everybody joins an Acumen course and learns. Just giving that as an example. There are courses available, I think, in, in Ireland, in US, and possibly maybe in, I think, I'm not sure, but maybe in Singapore also, there are other courses available. Uh, which are trying to address this skill uh, gap, those courses can be enrolled. I know IITA offers such uh, certain courses as well, which can be enrolled online. And right now, everything must be online, I'm sure. So those courses can be enrolled where you can... Uh, and there is a lot of reading material available. A uh, lot of the companies like us and even we, ourselves, we regularly publish a lot of white papers and uh, articles on our websites and our blogs. Uh, which have information from the ground level up to the highest level, which can be accessed. Uh, it's not ideal. So to, that is why to address it, courses are required. And among various industry initiatives, one of the initiatives has been from us, where we have started offering uh, proper skill development courses. Okay, thank you. Uh, one last uh, tagline, if you want to, if you, you want to sum up the our discussions before we take the questions from the audience, the participants. What will be that one sentence you would like to put it to the participants here? You want to, you mean, what is the one message you're saying for the... Yeah, you want to give, you should give a, a one-line message, you know. Well, I, I would simply say that uh, please focus on the positives which are coming out of this situation. Uh, I know many of our industry colleagues are struggling right now with their careers, uh, with the job opportunities, limitations. And it, this is kind of a perfect storm. Everybody uh, is struggling and nobody's struggle is any less. Uh, but stay positive. Focus on, look at what this downtime can do you, do for you, which you couldn't do earlier. Like for me, for example, there were things I wanted to catch up on, which in last few months of lockdown, I've tried to catch up on. Books I wanted to read or skills I wanted to acquire myself. And likewise, there are others, I'm sure, who are doing the same. So focus on that network uh, and remember when you network focus on quality networking you know don't try to spray and pray that won't work so do a quality networking look reach out to industry key executives and ask for guidance most of the time people are willing to help to give guidance if like I've been approached on my personal uh, network many times by people. I've tried to respond to everybody. It is not always possible to respond to everyone in the sense that everyone was reached out, not everyone, but many have expected that we just go back to them and say, here is a job for you. If you don't have a job, unfortunately, we don't have one. But we can surely guide to a certain extent where, what you should be doing in this period. Grow some, some skills, uh, start working at least as a, on a contract basis or learn. Like maybe had I been in this situation today, possibly I would have gone somewhere and even started doing an internship to learn. I don't see that as a problem for me. I'm just saying about me. It may not be a choice for everybody, but 
anything you learn today will come very handy because this crisis will blow over it's a matter of time now already the world seems to be slowly moving towards a direction the right positive direction i think it will blow over and huge opportunities will emerge new companies will come up so those of us who are used to that or who have used this time to grow ourselves stay positive we'll grab on to that okay thank you uh dear participants uh, we have uh, now the floor open to you all now it's your questions uh there are two ways to go about it the questions which are already there on our screens which are being typed by you so we will go through those if anybody wants to speak you can raise their hand we will allow few participants to you know ask us the questions so you can use the hand icon to ask questions we can allow uh, uh you know the mic uh, open to you yeah maybe so, we can allow two three yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. meanwhile vishal what i will do is i'll start reading and start starting starting yeah. to answer the questions which are there yeah 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 that's right okay so i think the first two there opportunities for non licensed europe mea we have addressed already uh, briefly in our conversation i'll go on to the next one in interest of time can you elaborate appraiser an appraiser is basically someone appraising means to put a value to something so in aviation also assets are trading all the time the companies or banks were buying or selling them or airlines were financing them getting them financed so to do that you need to be able to find out what is the value of an asset for example an airbus 320 may be bought from airbus today new brand new at for 50 million us dollars let's say after 5 years its value may be let us say 30 million i'm just giving numbers on top of my head i'm not a certified appraiser so uh, but to do that to decide that what is the real value of it you have to do a certain assessment and after that you give a value that is done by people who are trained to do that there is no formal world recognized training or recognition for it but there is a non profit organization it is it goes by the name of istat international society for transport aircraft trading where various aviation companies and leasing companies are members they conduct non formal training very limited training mind you it's mostly self uh, training and they conduct exams to grant certification these certifications are informally recognized uh, by the banks and leasing companies that they are a sign of competency that okay you have you have been certified by istat means you can value an asset but it is not formal even if you don't have it and you can prove your credentials by your work i know of people on the market who do aircraft valuation and who don't have istat certification but that is what appraising means let's go on to the next one any books or other resources you would recommend there are number of books uh, they are i think available on amazon ebook store also i on top of my head i i know there is uh, i can't remember a name on top of my head but i promise you vishnath i'll appreciate with make a note of this request yeah. uh, this is from uh, shane moffett here we will go back to him with the list of such books and resources as far as online resources are concerned as i mentioned there are various blogs published articles published by companies like us and other companies who provide services like us even leasing companies one good example is avlon one of our clients who publishes regularly very competent white papers almost every few months they come out with detailed studies online available freely to download and read and understand the industry okay. there are regular events and online training uh, happening now by various platforms including us 
So I'll recommend Shane, you and others in this call right now, a webinar, uh, refer to them. But I, we will send you a list of some books also, yes. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I, there's somebody who made a comment about a permanent job. I'll skip over that. We're not addressing that yet. But yes, there is a chance of permanent job if a vacancy opens up with us and other companies too. Yes. You say license and non license doesn't matter. But I know leasing firms pay both these things different. Why so? Uh, this question is asked by Vijaya. Vijaya, no, that's not true. Uh, I don't know where your exposure has been. When you're working in an MRO, it's possible the company you have negotiated with. May have used this as a negotiation level as i mentioned to you licensing is desirable if you are a licensed engineer and you say i have a license pay me more for what i'm doing maybe some leasing company took that into consideration but there is no formal requirement like that i'm an ame with maintenance experience is there any manual study material available for getting a basic info i think already answered that question is any time in future pre-covid 19 Travel era will come back, or what we'll get used to work online, work from home era. Asked by Karthik, Nakul, Suresh Babu. So, Karthik, the answer is yes, it will be my opinion. This is not the seminar for this topic, but to answer that question, I am looking at minimum two to three years before we go to pre COVID 19 travels. What actual steps required to improve the skill set? I think already answered that in a lot of detail. What are the skills which are essential to enter? Well, the skills uh, which are essential is that you need to understand the nitty gritty of how the industry operates in terms of, as I mentioned, for example, assuming you're an engineer or a tech person inspecting an asset and you're looking at how the asset actually uh, is, which condition it is. Your point of view, some will argue, has to be much more detailed. You're not looking at purely a certification airworthiness, though that is a very critical element of the job for an aircraft engineer. You are looking at from a commercial point of view. So if a, if a, there is a minor damage in the cabin, that may reduce the value of the asset, for example. Though it may or may not affect the airworthiness. So the skill sets required is attention to detail. Analytical, analytical skill sets, uh, it helps a lot if you are good with computers. A lot of this industry works on online platforms or reporting online, it helps a lot with that. So attention to detail, analysis, ability, yes, willingness to travel a lot if you are on the field, and ability to see the asset for what it is beyond just the obvious technical defects. Please tell me which training program is suitable for learning using. I think we have answered that. This question has been asked in different ways, but we have answered that, right? How many leasing companies are there in India at present? Uh, well, there is zero leasing companies in India at present. If you mean how many leasing companies actually have an office here, zero. Uh, but there are leasing companies worldwide. Most of them have interest in India. They have assets which they have leased out in India. And here is something else. The Indian government is working on changing the rules in India, aircraft, aircraft financing and commercial RBI rules to allow in allow setup and operation of homegrown aircraft leasing companies in india so that's on the anvil that is right now going on we are close to it because we are working with the ministry of civil aviation and ministry of finance in this program ourselves so hopefully you will see homegrown leasing companies coming up soon do asset management companies generally take up operational technical service functions as well for their clients SB, AD review, engine trend monitoring. Uh, yes, they do sometimes, but very rarely. 
see an uh, an asset management company may not just have a leasing company as a client they may even have sometimes an aircraft operator like we for example we provide our services to aircraft operators also one of the biggest airlines in china for example is our client today we work with them and they use us for technical expertise but time to time they may use us for engine expertise they may take our opinion on trends and even and even sometimes a leasing company may need that help an airline will do that for the purpose of their own operation only but they may need outside help when they have shortage of staff so they uh, hire somebody or a lesser may need that help when they are when the aircraft is in between operators and it is a responsibility of the uh, lesser at that time to maintain the asset do you employ freelancers yes we do we do employ a number of freelancers you need to contact our uh, website and there is a connect at acumen.ero site put in your cv however there is a long pipeline we are uh, currently and continuously interviewing people all over the world so please apply there wish you all the best on that we do employ them yes please send me the list of books also we'll send the uh, wish wishna we can send the list of those yeah. publications to everybody in this you know and we shared the recording yes does leasing jobs involves a lot of travel yes it does involves a lot of travel but it depends what job you are doing there see there are people who do asset management there sometimes they have to travel a lot people who do sales and commercial who have to travel a lot if you are however doing data administration data analysis or those kind of roles naturally you won't be traveling that much but operational roles most of the operational roles do require a lot of travel okay i'm going to jump over the comments and go to questions only where can i enhance my skills regarding aircraft lease agreements transitions and provisions of agreements well as i said uh, kartikeyan who's asked this question uh, iata offers online trainings on these subjects uh, we also are offering such trainings we have also tied up and i know there are other uh, training available online uh, in the west where they are offering trainings online on these topics of uh legal side of the agreements so these are very specialized subjects so just be careful who you choose to provide you the training i would recommend first step iata because that will be standardized and there on you can look at other options iata has online training modules available for this how is the job opportunity for females as project managers there uh, well aviation leasing in my opinion is uh, gender neutral uh, you know having said that aviation in general is Uh, gender neutral i know but yes it's like any other society you know uh, there is no we have i think in acumen possibly we have uh, maybe more women working today than men possibly and that's a great thing so there are opportunities i think for everybody there is as long as you have the skill sets you will get the job okay <clears throat> i'm going to skip over a personal joining question but the answer is same you will have to apply uh, and acumen has vacancies you will be considered definitely practical training not sir it's about practical training not online courses it's about both it's about getting practical hands on experience and it's getting trained also any website where we can find all listed consultancy consulting company sorry i don't know of any such website which list uh, but uh, as i mentioned there is uh, there are domains like uh, many of these companies who provide such services at least the the premium companies will normally be members of istat So Istat publishes a directory on their website. Istat.org is their website where you will normally find the name of 
all the premium consulting and asset management companies. And you expect a long-term career? Yes, you can expect a long-term career. Uh, if you are ready to put in the hard work and grow, yes, you will. You can expect, yeah. The aviation leasing industry. See, aviation leasing today forms almost 50% of the world's leasing fleet, world's operating fleet. 25, 30 years back, there were hardly two, three assets. Today, there are 50% of the fleet leased out. That basically tells you leasing is growing. So leasing and in future, uh, though I don't think uh, that the whole fleet in the world will be leased out, but a majority will be leased out, which means it will continue to grow. Every forecast out there from Boeing and Airbus and other OEMs says only growth is happening. More assets are coming in the market, which means the aviation leasing industries will continue to be in business for a long time. Airline operational control background. I have a BSc in aviation management and I've been law society diploma in aviation leasing and finance, which was been what other courses might be beneficial. Okay, this is question has been asked by one Zoe Farrell. Zoe Farrell, what I would say is that you uh, um, have done this course, uh, what you are, uh, and you will have a no, I don't know where you are currently based, uh, but if you're based somewhere in Singapore or in Europe or in America or in Middle East, there are leasing companies in these regions who look for skill sets of uh, the kind you have. Having said that, they may start you at the at the ground level first. They may get you in a in a more analytic role or a, or put you in a paralegal role given your your qualification. But there are a number of leasing companies out there. Uh, uh, you know, I I know of mid tier leasing companies and the bigger ones who are continuously hiring and who are always looking for for young graduates like you with these qualifications. So you may end up. Uh, uh, I I would say see your qualifications make you very suitable in an analytical role in a commercial department or in a paralegal. So there are roles in commercial. Uh, there are roles in uh, aviation, uh, finance side and paralegal where I would say your qualifications will suit. Alok, he's uh, working as a project manager in a ferry side of things. Okay. So that's currently his position is. Okay. Okay. So if he's in that role, then I think you must be exposed to the number of leasing companies which are there. And kudos, he has done so many courses. I think he can apply he or she. I don't know if it's a he or she, but they can apply in those courses. Okay. I see that project manager on the ferry side of things. So, so if you're working as project manager as ferry side of things, you would have been exposed to what is going on on the leasing side. Also, number of lessons are involved in aircraft movement right now. So on their websites, I know of number of these leasing companies continuously hiring people. Uh, and what helps is reach out to them, send your CVs out, but please follow the, go to the websites and see what references they have on that. It helps if you have references in the industry also, obviously. And if you have, put them on there. And there are specific opportunities uh, on paralegal side. Like I know in Acumen, few months back, we were looking for such a role as well, for example. There are many types of courses available. Can you pinpoint courses which are suitable to improve skill set in leasing industry? Uh, I think, Vishnath, you are more suitable yeah. to answer this question than me. Yeah. I was about to tell you that I would take this question. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, uh, a year back, uh, almost I was in the same shoes as that of the participants today. And uh, I started looking out for all the possible qualifications and the training programs available in the world. So must have spent nearly two, three 
months on that. And I found uh, uh, there were few, but uh, you need to be physically present. I found, I went through the IATA courses. The one which was most suitable to us was the aircraft leasing and financing course. That is around five days course that is being offered. Then aviation law is another one. But for an engineer who wants to work uh, for a redelivery project or a midterm project or pre-purchase inspection projects, I did not find anything which is available straight away, which can which enhance the skills to make you suitable for uh, this asset management work. They give you the background of a leasing industry and the way it functions and bit on the financing side. But yes, the direct uh, you know skill set that will transform you to the asset management side is not available. Uh, so they were right. yeah. This is why the course we are planning in two, three months, for example, see one of the things, not trying to plug in what we are offering, but we have identified these gaps ourselves. And this is why some of the courses we are offering, we are trying to plug these gaps. I'm sure there are others out there who are also possibly doing the same thing. So check out what, for example, Vishnath's team is doing. And I know Vishnath, you're about to launch a diploma program with Jain, Jain University also in India soon, which will also be online, right? Yeah, which will also be which will also be allowing people to to bridge that skill gap, for example. Okay, should I move on? Yeah. On contract basis, can you work with more than yes? You can. Depends on the nature of your contract, how you are structuring your contract. But yes, you can. Which role? Okay, Cyril is asking which role in leasing finance. In his, he or she wants to travel a lot. Which role in leasing finance involves maximum travel? Uh, normally, I've seen. Uh, a tech or asset manager role or a sales role it involves the most travel, in my experience. Which post can I apply with aircraft maintenance planning experience? Normally, aircraft maintenance planning is, su is suitable for a data analytics role. For example, in Acumen, we have a, a wide data management team. We have some five or six leasing companies for whom we run a back office data administration and data analytics. And we normally prefer to hire people with aircraft maintenance planning experience in that normally it's an excellent foundation if somebody joins that team to grow up to the technical asset management or asset management role because it teaches you the basics and grows you up with that so that normally that qualification fits there very nicely any difference between tech manager and asset manager a tech manager normally will be involved it's the same difference what is in an airlines between a technician or an engineer ame on the field and an engineer who is in the office working in tech services. It's kind of the same difference in my opinion. A tech manager will be involved in more on a front level, operational level. Normally, <coughs> though these roles can be interchanged sometimes. And an asset manager will normally be involved in a more techno-commercial role. Where they will be involved into lease negotiations, LOIs, letter of uh, intent negotiations, drafting the lease return conditions and working as a bridge between technical and commercial and legal side. Do you hire manpower for maintenance? No, we do not hire manpower for maintenance. We are not a maintenance organization, but our strategic partner, Airworks, many of you must be knowing, they do hire them. Uh, based in Ireland, thank you, okay, thank you. Is there any impact of recession or COVID pandemic on leasing industry? Yes, there has been an impact on the leasing industry because the airlines are, have run out of cash or their cash flow is highly stressed. So they are unable to pay their leases. If they are unable to pay le their lease rentals, it impacts the cash flow of leasing industry also. 
and this is another reason like for us somebody like us we were having uh, we were looking at a bumper year this year for various reasons and we are also uh, challenged in that sense that we have been forced to slow down our hiring process also because overall this is this is why i said see normally an economic crisis normally leasing industry is not so heavily impacted but this is not an purely economic crisis this is something else you know this is a health crisis it's impacting every industry in the world i don't know of any industry which has not been impacted at least uh, and i know there are companies who have made tons of money people are saying in digital space but in general everybody has been impacted including leasing industry could you help throw light on power plant asset management opportunities leasing companies hiring through the pandemic first of all yes they are hiring through the pandemic i know that they are hiring and power plant asset management power plant is a very key role uh, power plant is considered a high skill set and there is always a shortage of power plant we have also been hiring on power plant side uh, power plant uh, engines constitute a major value of the overall asset and there is always a skill shortage of it it's an expensive uh, skill to to bring on board but you know here is a thing some people have shop experience on engines some people only have tech services engineering experience on engines ideally both is required and a very solid background number of years of experience is required unfortunately if you have limited experience on power plant the opportunities on this industry is limited can we do internship with acumen yes you can it depends on what skill sets you are bringing on board you can apply and there can be opportunities available for interns i have done ma aviation law and air transport management great from nalsar university in yasa engineer okay great what are the main there is no question there so i'm just going to skip that <coughs> what are the main duties of an asset manager main duties of an as i explained i think briefly earlier an asset manager is normally part of the asset management team what is asset management really is to oversee your assets placing the asset on lease handover of the asset ensuring that the lease conditions are are providing assistance for example to the legal paralegal team or commercial team for drafting lease conditions and ensuring that through the life cycle of the lease those conditions are implemented a uh, asset manager is a front facing role you liaise with the operators the airlines and then you have to have an understanding of tech terms and you have to have an understanding of commercial and legal terms also <coughs> sorry so please uh, for interrupt uh, arjun yeah. had asked like he's the he has got ma qualifications in law and transport management in addition yeah. is an yasa engineer he is asking uh, can i get a job offer in aviation leasing or a redelivery side without oh, sorry, training, without any more training well the quick answer is yes you can you can yeah so thing is getting a job is okay see here is the difference qualification on paper does not translate into experience yeah so you can get a job definitely what level you will get the job is depends on what is your understanding of the business but sorry i i should have uh, read that carefully there was no i i missed that apologies is mba required to be an asset manager no mba is not required to be an asset manager understanding asset management is required to be an asset manager please elaborate on data analysis or data administration role a data analysis or data administration role is is basically an analytical work where you review the aircraft records to threadbare level or high level 
and review and find gaps in the data. It's a very important role because in aircraft asset management, an aircraft value is 60 to 70% driven by records. And only 30 to 40% is dependent on the actual metal. That doesn't mean that aircraft physically is not required. It is required. But when you trade assets, the value is driven by the quality of the records because the records decide how good your asset has been maintained or its value is retained. So a data manager or a data analysis role is key to that. How well they review their records and how, how nicely they can find the gaps and then close those gaps can decide the value of the asset. Is there an internship in Dubai, which you all know? Uh, I cannot say for sure, but I know there are two, three leasing companies in, in Dubai. There is DAE Capital, a uh, big leasing company, one of uh, within, I think, world's top five. And there is Novus Aviation in Dubai as well. You can easily find them on Google. Both of them possibly may be hiring interns. I know they were they hired, they hire interns. I know DAE hires interns, but you will have to reach out to them directly. But yeah, that is where you can get an opportunity in this field. I have done MBA aviation business management. Is there any scope? MBA aviation business management, I think, will will uh, will mostly be attuned to airline operations. It is a valuable skill to get, but to start in aviation leasing, you will need to get a little more exposure there. So my recommendation is apply uh, for a job where you are involved into revenue administration or revenue kind of roles, commercial side, commercially focused roles in aviation leasing may get you uh, an entry or a mid-entry level job first to start with. I'm only saying it from a point of view. I don't know your background and experience, Kevin, who has asked this question. So I'm assuming that you're a kind of a fresher. Uh, that is why I, I, I said that. What parameters are taken into consideration at the time of a pre-purchase and mid-term? It's a totally new topic. I mean, totally separate topic to answer. Uh, yeah. I can give a separate lecture on that as to what parameters are taken into consideration. Unfortunately, it is not the topic of this discussion, but you can reach out to us separately. I think we have published some notes on our blogs also, uh, Vishnath, which, uh, uh, which answer this. And we also conduct currently midterm trainings, which answer these questions. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So is there any apprentice program available for maintenance person? If it is on which role, you can do apprentice. If Acumen today hires an apprentice and you have a purely maintenance background, it will be at the ground level to work in our technical and asset management team as an analyst to first learn the ropes. If it is an intern we are hiring. <clears throat> what are the opportunities if we would do inspection courses with Acumen? If you see the thing is this, as I said, we are not a, uh, if you do an inspection course, the course we conduct, it opens your uh, skill set level you gives you skills and then when you apply for a opportunity see one of the challenges is somebody had mentioned earlier the license and non-license it's the same issue experience doing a course like this proves that you have exposure to that work now and when you uh, discuss with a client and work opportunity you will be able to hold your own in that you understand the field and the work and that will give you the opportunity to do your work uh, and uh, you know, have a better better chance of grabbing a job than not. But ultimately, it all depends on your own skill sets and ability. Any particular software used for data asset and lease management? Number of softwares are used. Uh, number of companies provide B2B business-to-business -business software tools. Acumen, for example, has its own software tool. 
it goes by the name of sparta it's actually free to use anybody who is an aircraft inspector if you are an aircraft inspector and you're looking for a free tool to use to do aircraft inspections you can go in create your free account use the tool you will be doing the job but you will be using the tool to deliver reports to customer i'm sure there are other tools in the market possibly i'm not aware of other tools who are having this ability what we have currently but there may be it's possible so uh, what this allows you to do is to deliver your work to your customers your records you collect and inspection reports in a more organized and better manner and it saves you time because in the pre software world you will be collating and creating these reports manually but in today's world with tools like this it can help you save time if you're on the field your time is your money so if you use tools like this it helps you a lot so i would recommend explore what we have and if you go online on google and type asset and lease management software you will get a number of other 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 solutions as well <coughs> masters in aviation finance would be of any use i've been redundant recently and i'm exploring yes it would be of use it would be considered a valuable skill set to acquire it will give you the inroads into an aviation finance qualification is not just useful to aviation leasing it is useful to banks also a number of banks are looking for these skill sets indian banks as well as uh, banks in singapore china and ireland i know in us number of and european banks number of banks some of them we work with look for these skill sets top skill sets leasing companies look in the roles <laughs> see they look for experience as on your technical background they will look at your know how when they if i think if i am interviewing you for an asset manager i'll ask you your understanding of para legal and commercial i will ask your under i'll give you examples of for example uh, a real scenario is you're looking at an asset where you find damages how will you approach in negotiating the terms of that lease how will you how will you get the situation resolved you know this industry and especially asset management is lot of it is about people relationships not just necessary about technical skills so uh, situation administration administration of or interpretation of technical leasing paralegal financial terms understanding how a lease is structured that is very essential if you understand that and then you can uh, demonstrate that you can manage the uh, the lease administration that helps you a lot okay best way to get into a leasing company you will have to apply look for available jobs or you can start uh, uh, applying and looking for an internship break getting your feet uh, wet so to speak to learn the ropes and then then go see i i know that as i mentioned few times aircraft leasing companies are hiring but i also know as i mentioned that aircraft leasing companies are also impacted by this so possibly the hirings are only happening on need basis strictly on need basis that doesn't mean there are no breaks coming in maybe you should look at this time to grow your skills and as soon as the hiring start in few months start applying for jobs yeah look we are in extension of the 45 minutes uh, time period we had set in we can take two more questions okay. i would advise participants that we will be answering to those questions which are not being answered here through our uh, uh, platform and somebody uh, has raised a hand sorry to interrupt you vishal somebody has raised a hand maybe we can take that question up maybe allow uh, ignatius david is there is raised a hand 
if you can allow them to ask a question directly then and then uh, for the sake of variety we'll get to hear somebody directly and then we can move on yeah uh i have uh, here uh, shashikan paul so i'll have to talk yes okay i have allowed ignatius uh, david to speak yeah you will see that in few seconds there ignatius if you want to ask a question directly no. you can go ahead now shashikan yeah. yeah can you hear me yes yeah. we can hear you yeah uh thank you first of all let me uh, express myself that thank you very much mr alok and uh, vishnath both of you it is wonderful session what i was just last one and a half years almost i'm enjoying it and this is the my second session with the equipment and variety of knowledge come exclusively away from the you know entire our aviation industry uh, related with your uh, leasing and very new arena you are opening up it is very interesting also i am also looking forward somewhere to join you or get in touch with you somewhere i don't know how it will going to happen but it's a amazing session sorry amazing session. Uh, sorry sorry uh, to have, interrupt you if you can come to the question yes. please sorry yeah yes sir so i'm coming to the question my one question is there as you mentioned that there is no leasing company in india yeah and uh, i'm one of the pursuant i wish to join in such type of environment and such type of area with the planning background technical planning and part time background i have with the middle eastern airlines so can i have some opportunity over there how i can get in touch with you uh, where i can get uh, knowledge enlightenment from you and your team you yeah. see you need to yeah vishnu do you want to take that yeah yeah shrikant uh, what we have mentioned to is that uh, We have so uh, Shashikan. Sorry, it's Ignatius yeah. David speaking. I think. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know who who was it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Shashi. Shashi. Shashi was speaking. All Shashi. right. All right. And uh, uh, at the end of the session, we will be giving you our website details, and uh, the session will also be available. So, why don't you visit our website? There are direct skill transformation related trainings that are uh, possibly rolling out. One of the training that is rolled out is already midterm inspection. through okay. this training program actually i understood coming from the maintenance background what is exactly needed how best one can get it to the leasing industry this is one of the uh, way to get in another one is coming up next month 18th of june it is of uh, september that is on records management this will be another requirement for you to get into the leasing presumably this is the simplest way to get into the skill sets of uh, leasing in uh, asset management Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Sir. Thank well, you. Uh, thank you very we, much. So much. Thank you. Can we? Much. I see one uh, uh, question hand up by Kevin. I'll enable that, uh, Vishnu, and let yeah. Kevin yeah. ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, can you hear us now? Uh, if you can, I've I've just enabled you to speak. If you want to go ahead. Yeah. Kevin is on. Kevin. Uh, okay so i asked a question about uh, whether i am the one with mba aviation business management so in order to get into this leasing what all skills uh, i can get i should get see the thing is as i as i mentioned to the seminar uh, the most important thing is that you need to focus on uh, uh, knowing see you have uh, an mba in aviation uh, i remember i think that was one of the questions you had asked us Yes. so you your skill sets will be focusing on commercial side i would recommend the same thing which i have said earlier 
uh, IITA offers some basic ground level courses which you can explore. Uh, you can attend those online courses. There are publications. Uh, we owe all of you a list of those which we will send. And there are, uh, uh, see, unfortunately, it's not highly structured. Like okay. any other industry you pick up, you will find structured courses worldwide. It is not the case in this, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, though it is changing, we are one of those who are trying to change it, but it will yeah. take time. But in that period, in between, there are other uh, areas where you can fill your gaps. So online training courses, which are available, one. Number two, uh, depending on where you are right now, I would recommend to apply for uh, available asset management or leasing companies. Maybe if they don't have a job to offer you right now, you can at least try and get as an intern to get exposure for a few weeks to learn the, the basics. Commercial areas will, will, will help you a lot. Focus on that. Focus on, on, and then an opportunity comes up in your network. Apply for a job. Naturally, we'll be interviewed. But if you can demonstrate in that your understanding of the business, I sh I'm sure you will be up for grabs. Okay. So with this kind of effort, I have a chance to get in. I, I believe so. I, I mean, I'm okay. just saying general, but that is in any industry, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rimes. Yeah. Welcome. So we have. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, that's on Kevin. And uh, the last question uh, which we can take here is: I'm having wide body airplane experience. Wanted to be part of tech team of asset managed company. Uh, Okay, so what you could do is uh, learn the skill sets and get into the aviation, the asset management leasing field. Only thing is now you need to convert your uh, experience into uh, skill sets suited for uh, this industry. That's the only thing that you can do yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I see Manish has asked there about the courses available. Manish, uh, uh, I think we've answered this through the conference, uh, through this whole webinar, but on our website, on our training page, we have a number of courses listed. I request, in the interest of time, I'm just saying, I recommend that participants refer to that, and that will give them a quick uh, primer on that. And you can write to our training. Uh, we can give guidance in case you're interested in acumen courses. Explain the term lease administration uh, asked by Cyril. Cyril, this is not the subject of this discussion. Uh, it is a similar question to which was asked earlier about some asset management. I tried explaining that lease administration will be origination of assets, setting up a structure, special purpose vehicle, invoicing the lease rentals, managing the whole commercial and technical aspects together, everything, not just technical. That would be, in a nutshell, what lease administration would be. Okay. Should we, I think we have taken a lot of questions uh, and we have gone yeah. beyond the time. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, any more time. I have a hard stop. I have another call waiting. We're going to wrap this up, but we have a recording yeah. which we can share. And I wanted to thank everyone who has joined us today. Thank you for your patience and time and asking these excellent questions. Uh, we hope it was helpful and useful to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or interest in training opportunities and uh, developing your skill sets, you could visit our website. And the email, which is on your display, training at the rate you can write to us. And uh, you can connect to us at uh, connect at the rate acumen.ero. Uh, we also have published now uh, the, it will be up soon on the website, that is the catalog, that is skill sets. Uh, these skill sets, uh, training uh, catalog, purely based on the training need analysis that we have done. <coughs> those are the courses that are up for grabs. 
and uh, probably in this uh, lean period and uh, you could uh, develop your skill sets so we also tied up with the jain university for our as alo mentioned for a leasing and financing course and a technical asset management course that will be up soon uh, probably you can expect it in last week of october first week of november that is on uh, that will be available and uh, that's a way to go about uh, and uh, i really thank you all for uh, your participation this but this training uh, the webinar is will be available on our website and podcast channels and uh, you will also be receiving the link to you know get through this uh, uh, webinar once again if you wish to view it again so we thank you all for your participation in fact it was our uh, effort from our heart to help and to uh, you know uh, dissipate the knowledge uh, and the skill sets that are required in this particular uh, leasing and management field so thank you once again and see you sometimes on uh, the upcoming webinars thank you okay thank you thank you vishnu thank you everyone thank you bye bye bye